0: Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight
1: to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show, Minnesota edition. We're 10 minutes or less. We're jumping into something that's pertinent helpful useful that you can literally take into your life immediately and i'm going to be talking today andres mm. about a very simple exercise okay. that you can do immediately to gain support from your spouse so whoa whoa, yeah. whoa. go. <laughs>
2: in 10 minutes in 10 minutes oh let's go people before we get into the story let's hear a word from our sponsors Hey guys, it's
1: Liz. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that time is running out and you just have three weeks left to get your ticket to InvestorCon 2024, the number one premier conference for women in real estate. It's happening from June 2nd to 4th in Austin, Texas. To learn more and to get your ticket, go to investhercon.com today and use the code 100podcast to get $100 off your ticket. That's investher, H-E-R,
0: Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company, safe, smart, secure.
1: Okay, so we hear so much, right, Andressa, in our community uh, you know whether it's our our, our Stride members, whether it's in our general community, our meetups, wherever wherever we're talking to 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 the women in our community and men, you know that that we interact with in our world. Enlisting support from our spouse is sometimes a hard or just challenging, right, area for us at times. Whether it's in our personal life or whether it's in our investing world. So, the the back end story. I'm going to tell a very quick story. I may have shared before, but very quickly. Andressa and I, as we do when we're we're out and about traveling, um, we share, we connect, we talk. Uh, we're not just business partners; we were very good, very good friends as well. And um, you know, we we're talk- I was talking, talk a little bit about just the household, the kids, you know, the things you talk about, uh, things in your lo- your world. And Andressa, in her beautiful direct way, kind of mm-hmm. stopped me stop me in the room. i don't know so, what you're gonna say right now what the hell <laughs> you said um you sound you sound like a single parent the way you're talking mm. you know that conversation we had yeah i said what do you mean of course i took that personally because i love to take things personally i used to love to take things personally but I'm like what do you mean what do you mean and she goes well it just sounds like you're doing a lot yourself and you are very i'm single i know what that is you know you're not actually you're a parent. <laughs> So let's look at this let's talk about it so we just you know started talking and what, what was coming up in a nutshell was that when we looked at my my household household kind of tasks if you will a lot of them I was doing and 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 I don't think that's unique I think uh for a whole other host of reasons we'll get into maybe another day uh, in terms of gen- generational baggage right uh it's very it's not uncommon for uh in, in especially in a heterosexual relationship, for, for the woman to feel that she is at the home of everything at the household. And that's just kind of the baggage we get uh, societally. I think that's shifting, but it's still some societal generational baggage, right? So let's put that aside because that's a whole other conversation. But let me share a little bit about this exercise that I did with my husband. So I got home and I said, listen, this is what came up. And of course, I share with him conversations on trust that and I've had and was coming up for me, and, and obviously that wasn't even the purpose of the trip. It was, I think, it was vetting an investor con site for for our, our first investor con, which is coming up by the way in May. So if you haven't gotten your ticket, get it immediately. But anyway, I digress. So what we did during this conversation together was we, we literally listed out all and organized by category everything that happens in the household. And when I say household, I mean literally anything that has to do with your personal. Life, not just literally the physical house, but anything when it comes to personal. So, and it's really helpful to categorize these things uh, with your with your spouse, with your partner. Food. Don't just write shopping for food as a as a task. Mm. I'm a big fan of actually kind of grouping these and organizing them by category. So, in other words, food is like the header, right? You can have mm. shopping for food, prepping dinner, prepping
2: breakfast, prepping mm. lunch. Right. There's there's multiple even like freaking inventory, like checking taking inventory, the pantry, stuff, taking inventory,
1: making a list to then shop for the food. There's a lot of tasks under food. So the question is, what are those categories for you and your personal life? Um, and then I'll get to that. I want to give it just another example. Um, I even wrote maintenance down, maintenance of cars, maintenance of the outside, maintenance mm. of the house equipment. Right. You could keep going down. Maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. Um, kids is a big one if you have children, obviously. <laughs> uh, pages. That, that's like two pages. But like who's 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 and that could be activities, right? Clothing. That could be schoolwork. Who who, you know. And so the best thing to do, I'm not gonna go through all the categories, you just get your wheels turning. Cause some people are like, Oh, it's just a few things. It's not a few things. It's it's a lot of stuff. In the, the, the bottom line is you want to make this list collectively and together. That's the first step. Second step is that you want to then ask the question, who can own which category and or task? I could be flexible there, but it would be mm-hmm. great to, that if, they, if, if one of you owns a category and who's in support mode. So if you're not using this language now with your spouse, you have to immediately use it because it really helps. Versus I've heard a lot of our community complain like, oh, you know, my spouse says that I can, they can help me. What do you, what do you mean? Like, they're just going to help you do everything? Like, I don't need a helper, right? We need more. And that's both, regardless of this, you know, the partner. We need people to, we need each other to own things. So it takes less mental energy now to think about it. That's what we're trying to. It's not just time of going for the shopping or going to, to, to make the meal. It's the thinking energy. They, they say that the most brilliant minds used to wear the same clothing every day. I forget which which um, uh, uh, entrepreneur it, it was. It might've been Steve Jobs or I forget who it was, but there's research that shows they wear a uniform to work every day because they don't want to put their mental energy into figuring out what they're going to wear. It's the same thing I'm saying. Let's really utilize our mental energy for growing our business, grow, uh, developing relationships, whatever that is for you. But if of all the mental energy is is, uh, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? And I have to think about kids activities and summer camps and the gift that I want to get my mom. And the list goes on and on and on. Your mental energy is spent. So we have to really resolve that. So you make the list, you make the categories. Then you start to say who can own what and who is in support mode for each of these categories. And you can kind of determine that. uh, Just like we talk about building teams based on skills, based on time available. But it's also about like passion. So it's in other words, who's the right fit for what? You know, one of one of the things we wrote was was maintenance and and kind of outside different and I know traditionally you'll see a lot of again in a heterosexual relationship, a lot of men do a lot of things outside and a lot of women do things inside. I used to cut the grass. I used to, you know, be the person who met our contractors. I did that, I did that actually. And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's not something that brings me peace or joy. Um and I forget to do it quite os- quite honestly. And that's like, well, let me take that on. So again, you could start to deploy these tasks and these categories based on skills, time available, passion and best fit. My husband is in charge of food. He makes the list. He asks me what needs to be added. He does the shopping. He uses Instacart because, you know, that's just helpful and useful. Um, he enlists the kids to think about things that they need and want. Um, he makes the dinner. He preps the meals. Even when he's away, he has thought about what meals I need to prep and gives me the tools to do that.
2: He owns that area. I also think, though, that you need to be in peace with if the other person, like, for example, Matt uses Instacart to Correct. get the job done. If he uses Instacart, if he orders food, if he does whatever, it's none of your business lists in terms of... Oh, but you, then you're spent He's getting the job done. I
1: and there's been nights that like I go to a fridge and it's a little light, um, and and he had some sort of meeting out and he might have missed that night. I'm like, well, well, we're going out to dinner tonight. This is uh, this is the once a month McDonald's trip that that you know you guys look forward to. I know that's horrible, but I yes, I do take my kids to McDonald's every day. No, but once in a blue moon, it's nice little nice little thing. And it, it literally, it's the only fast food restaurant that's in our vicinity of forty minutes. But point being is that yeah, if they own that. You don't micromanage it. That's not what it's about. And I remember like early on when we were transitioning I was like when are you gonna when are you gonna buy the, the food and I used to ask a lot and be kind of annoying. I don't I don't anymore. I, I really don't. I'm just like he owns that. He'll let me know. Here's the key too if you own something in your personal life or this is applicable to a, to professional life, it doesn't mean you do everything. you could outsource a lot of these things. It may not be you and your and your spouse. I, we outsource the cleaning. We outsource uh, lawn care. And, we, we, and we're going to look, what else can we outsource? And it's an ongoing review of the of the categories. So I, by no means does it mean like, you know, it's 50-50. Um, I was doing 90-10. I would say safely from a, from a household perspective, I probably still do a little more, not a little more. I probably do a good 70% versus Matt. Um, I'm cool with that because a lot of those things do have to do with things that I've chosen to take the lead on that I want to. I do sit there and I want my son to read to me. I see my husband. He does it. and He's on his phone. Not that he can't not be on his phone, but I wanted—I have more of an interest in that. Not that my husband doesn't. He does other things with our kids. So you have to delineate with what works for, for you and your household. Why we're making such a big point about en- enlisting support for your spouse. And here's just the last point I want to make is because this is gonna free up your time and most importantly, your mental energy. So you could start to say who's owning what, who's in support mode, and then you apply that same thinking to your business and your investing business. It is really hard to do this who, not how, and building this team and getting a VA and doing this and doing that in your business when you haven't done it in your household because that stuff is still piling up, there's resentment building, and it's a lack of communication. So, you know, I'm a big fan of, of really going within the personal first and then looking outside. Secondly, I think Wendy uh, Papasan told us that too. So I, I, you know, become a big fan from the teachers around us and, and you start to learn what, what you could do better. Um, it's all skill building as a leader. It's all skill building around what's ownership and what's, what's, what's support, which is all great stuff that you can apply as a leader in your vis- investing business, with contractors, with VAs, and as you grow your, your empire same exact thinking so that's what i have for you today it's a simple exercise and then you know uh, figuring out categories tasks and then thinking about who owns what who supports who basis of skills passion and then start trying it out tweak it you know nothing's in stone nothing's like this is how it's going to be you have to continually um shift and move especially as your family dynamics we just got a dog right so it's a new a new story. Pass new category. What does that look like? You know, we actually have to add that. We actually really haven't delineated specifically. So actually, he says, my mic to do from our conversation. He just wrote over here to add category dog. Yeah. Vexes, so. vet, and all of that. You know, so that that's a really important thing to to decrease resentment and to increase uh, peace of, of, of time, uh, as well as of mental space to think about, you know, the best things that you could be doing to grow your life versus just what are you going to do for dinner because it takes energy it takes time
2: 100 percent, and i love seeing both of you really evolving and pivoting here pivoting that in both personal and business because you you guys invest together so it's it's just that dynamic that that dance right that you gotta as the kids grow and they have different things going on you the renegotiation of the contract and of what works and what doesn't work. Love seeing it. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please write us a reveal about what, what are you thought about this episode? What do you thought about the past episodes? Let us know what you want to know more about. I hope you enjoy. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com.